maybe if it was $4, but it's $22. I'm just like, no. And anytime it's come up, like, Steve Penny doesn't want it, but clearly you do buy it. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to spend $22 on that. No. So here's everybody's permission to spend the $22 on the thing that's going to bring you joy. <laughs> They'll make it floof. Get some floof. <laughs> everybody, go get some floof. What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband in Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex love, marriage, ex marriage, divorce, ex divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be opened, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself, then others, like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex husband, on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband in Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. Hi, guys. Hi. How are we all doing? So good. Good. Yeah. Man, I got haircuts. You yeah. guys did get fresh cuts. I got a haircut, too. You I just can can't never tell. tell when you do, though. <laughs> are you ever going to grow your hair back? I cannot. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm never going to grow it back. I'm not going to lie. I miss it. Not that it matters yeah. what I think of your hair, but there are... you always had super cool hair, and it was always changing and always super spunky. And It was a creative just... outlet. <laughs> <laughs> it was a creative outlet for a long time. the sound of Jessica's hair. <laughs> yeah. It's more like <laughs> And now... Bzzz, at least two. Yep. And now it's just something I don't have to worry about in my everyday life. So one last thing that I have to think about, like, myself. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I mean, I like looking good. I went down this rabbit hole but... today about how many minutes we waste it's t- uh-huh. It was a terrible rabble to go through <laughs> because <laughs> it's like, okay, for example, like how long do you spend on your hair, Jessica, every week? Less than five minutes. Less than five minutes, right? Now before, how long were you spending on your hair every day? Uh, probably five to 10. Not okay. a ton, but significant. Right. You add that up. Mm-hmm. Let's call it five minutes times seven, seven. days a week is what? 35. 35. Good so math. Good job. <laughs> I was so, scared to answer that. <laughs> so you're spending 35 minutes a week times 52. Yeah. How much is that? Huh? I don't know. It also saves me time going to the salon once a month because I got my hair done once a month. Right. It saves me time. It saves me money. I don't have to buy product. I don't have to go pay to get my hair done. It also saves me time just thinking about my hair. Like I said, like it's one less thing I never have to think about. I put on a helmet, I take it off. I'm not worried about, oh my gosh, what does my hair look like? I'm just going and enjoying the moment. Yeah. So I get that. <laughs> on the flip side of that, I went down this rabbit hole on like the other end of the spectrum though, of this is the third week in a row that I have manscaped head to toe. Yeah. <laughs> which I used Woo! to do once a week. And life just got so busy that I've not kept up on it. Mm-hmm. And... I have wanted it back and I've done it the last three weeks and I feel so much better. Yeah. It's something that, and I thought as I was doing it today, thinking how much time is this taking me and is it worth this once a week? And the answer is yes, because you know, people function better when their house is clean and they just feel like they can't function when it's a mess. That's me and body hair. Yeah. (laughs) That's a form of self-care. So Mm -hmm. the time spent, is that time spent worth? And it is. And that's absolutely a decision I made today while I was, oh, I was, yeah. (laughs) 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 No, there was none of that. I've gotten real good. good. I've gotten real good at this. So where I went down was every single day we have a daily huddle Mm -hmm. at work, right? Mm -hmm. 
I recall those. It drives me bonkers because there's one person who always shows up at 9.07 and we can't start until they show up. And you can't tell them anything. <laughs> and it drives me crazy because we're supposed to start hard start at 9.05, right? Mm-hmm. But every day this at person's late. 9.07, mm-hmm. they roll in. And it's like, okay, I'm just going to add up the minutes that they are making the whole team late for it's this. a lot of payroll dollars. And that's what I... That's Two minutes times <laughs> X number of people times... Times five times 52. It's one thing if it happens occasionally. It's another it's thing every if it's day. every day. That's, that's frustrating. <laughs> yeah. 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 So for me right now, this is a form of self-care by not having to think about my right. hair. And also, I made a post about this re- or reel just a couple of days ago about the fact that for me also, it was an opportunity to see what I felt about myself, like right. really felt about myself. Was this taking away that I felt feminine? Did it take away all these, I don't know, my identity? Because people knew me by my hair. Mm-hmm. It's And honestly, they still do because I, now my head's shaved. I'm the girl with the shaved the, head. But It's true. People knew you by your, by your hair. Yeah. When I told my brother that I was dating someone back in college. He's like, wait, Jessica? Spiky hair, Jessica? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's the girl. And so it was kind of an experiment for me to see what that did to my ego mm-hmm. and my sense of self and all of that. So I don't know. I've thought about it a couple times growing it back out. So In fact, what did today it do? I thought about it. I not like it didn't it, change anything. I love so it. It sounds like it's been a net positive of it's been a great positive. You haven't missed the creative outlet. You have plenty yeah. of other outlets. It's one less maintenance thing. And yeah. you've proven to yourself that you are not your hair. Yeah. You're cool even without cool hair. <laughs> I mean, this can be cool too. <laughs> I love myself <laughs> even with this hair. I really do want to get like something shaved into it before I grow it out for sure. Let me do it. What can do you, you do it? Yeah. Steve. I do it on myself sometimes. Not It's not nothing fancy. It's I like a line. a but star. I was going to do like... The husband-in-law logo. logo but. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see you do that, Steve. I could do something basic. She basic. If you want something not basic, no. I just to, want a star, which honestly, I feel like a star's not crazy, but I don't know. But if you throw off How one side of that How about you practice on your head? I practiced on my head for years. I did like that <laughs> lightning thing in my head. and See, and I wouldn't mind like a lightning If bolt. I can do it on myself, sure, like do manage it on, it on you. And if I screw it up, bzzz, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then go to someone who can do it a week later. (laughs) That's legit. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, there you go. Well, and that's the thing. It's not like it's going to last very long. Yeah. So I would rather get it done somewhere for free than go pay to have it done. But it would be fun. Today, I did think about growing it out. I saw this kid's hair, a boy, and I thought, I want that hair. And I thought, I could do that. I could grow my hair out to that. A boy. Yeah, yeah. I'm not scared to have boy hair. What did Penny bring up today? Or not today. It was uh, on Monday. Oh, gosh. Should we dive into that? What you bring up? Sure. Are you talking about the text she sent me that I told you about yeah. in the hot tub? Yeah. I didn't hear this. No, I don't think Sounds you did. Sounds juicy. Yeah, it is. You'll, you'll find this interesting. <laughs> it's not juicy. It was just an interesting it, conversation. It was a learning experience for all of us. Yeah. So Penny sends me this text and it says, where's Penny? She's at your house. Okay. And she says, what does it mean 
This was right after her track meet. Yeah, it was later that night. Yeah. Okay. What does it mean if you think somebody who is non-binary is cute? And <laughs> she didn't say I, but I knew she was talking about herself. Asking for a friend. Yeah, asking. Yeah. It was totally that, like asking for a friend. And I like processed for a second. And I'm like, well, Penny, this was my response to her. I said, there are lesbians that I think are cute. There are gay men that I think are cute. There are babies that I think are cute. There are old people that I think are cute. I think Matt's cute. I think I'm cute. Like, I think you're cute. This isn't saying anything. And I don't know. It was just interesting. She's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> just, I think she was pondering in her head. Is this like... She was, over, I think she was with- overthinking something. that. Well, her friend sent her a response because she had sent... I think they were on Instagram and she'd sent this profile and said, hey, I think this person is cute. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about the person except that. I think this person is cute. And I'm not going to put her friend's name in there. Let's give her a name. What should we call her? Sparkles Francois. Sparkles Francois. Francois. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. What did Sparkles Francois say? She said, well, Penny, their pronouns are she, her. Oh. And. So these pronouns were on their. Instagram. Instagram. I'm okay. a, I actually didn't get clarification from Penny. This is my assumption of where the pronouns were seen and everything. It just made sense with what she told me. And so I think then Penny was like, oh, but this person was obviously they were non-binary. And I think they had, I'm assuming she gathered that from their profile as well. I don't know. So I was just like, it doesn't really mean anything. It means that you think this person is cute and you can think lots of different types of people are cute. Now, and she didn't mention like being attracted to the person or like any sexual attraction, but I don't know. I wonder if what she was asking is, does this mean I'm queer in some way? Yeah, I guarantee that's what she was asking is like questioning this and trying to understand her own feelings behind it. I think it's worth exploring when you find yourself attracted to someone that is not Mm -hmm. the norm of who you consider yourself to be attracted to. I think it's worth looking into what is it about this person that draws me to them? Yeah. Is it emotional attraction is it sexual attraction physical attraction is it admiration is it respect mm-hmm. um is it oh i like that cute hair right is it mm-hmm. uh, or admiration is in yeah like oh i want to be that or yeah. and all or of is those it respect good. out of i'm drawn to this person because they're so boldly themselves and i find that trait very attractive in people i can relate to this a lot of being attracted to someone who i'm just thinking what is it that this is not normal for me. Like, what yeah. is it that draws me to this person? And generally, it's women, if I feel an attraction to a woman. And most times, the answer is, they are so... It, it's that. They're, they're so themselves, and so confident, and so bold, and just no, their own are. person. And that is a very attractive trait to me, both... Like, it's something I admire and, like, want to be myself, and it's something that I want to be around, and it's something that I find physically attractive, and a lot of different things. But Well, that's... That's you. Ultimately, why you <laughs> fell in love with me, yeah. and you've told me that before, is yeah. that's oh, why... Oh, it totally is. That's exactly, yeah. basically, exactly how I described why I was Yeah. <laughs> oh, Funny, yeah. I guess this is not a new <laughs> new trend. No. But I very often find myself attracted to people that are 
more on the I don't I, whether they identify as that or not. I don't know, but someone who is very androgynous and I really I've explored that and the answer is I really like someone who who holds the right balance of feminine and masculine and that mm-hmm. is super attractive to me. Jalen is is a very good balance of those mm-hmm. and really it does it for me. <laughs> and it's happened multiple times where I'm attracted to someone that I thought was like a 20 something year old boy and it turns out to be a there's like this certain type of body type of woman. Yeah. <laughs> there's this woman at our gym who I literally thought was like a super hot 20-something-year-old twink. And she's probably a 39-year-old woman who (laughs) just (laughs) is in really good shape and has short hair and out of the corner of my eye looked like like a twink. Yeah. (laughs) It was very funny. Jalen got a kick out of it, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I I like this topic and I like exploring this Mm -hmm. kind of thing and knowing what it is that's really, really the, the source of the attraction for someone, so... I hope Penny asked me that question. Well, I thought <laughs> I have was, a lot to say about it. I thought it was funny she came to me, mm-hmm. but it's also mom. Like it's just a natural. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I also wondered what your response would have been to that, and I don't know. Probably similar to what you just said. Mm-hmm. You could be attracted uh, to somebody for or find somebody attractive for many different reasons. And, and I probably would have encouraged her to explore that yeah. and to. I think it's healthy mm-hmm. to be attracted to different kinds of people and to recognize why you're attracted to them. Well, and, and, I, and to not put yourself in a box of, yeah. oh, I'm straight, so I should only be attracted to boys. And yeah. now I'm attracted to someone who is not necessarily a boy. And what does that mean? Am I queer? Like, the, none of that, it, just, it doesn't matter. It's just, it's worth exploring. Understanding yourself. Yeah. It's and getting learning to know something you. Something about yourself. And, and that's kind of what I was getting at with that. Like, I tried to give her examples of, all types of people that I know she would understand, like see why I thought they were mm-hmm. cute. Saying that like Matt, obviously I, I am attracted to Matt. I'm in love with him. I'm not attracted to lesbian women, but I do find them attractive in a different way. Mm-hmm. And like you're saying, like especially ones who are boldly themselves, I find I'm like, that is awesome. Yeah. So it's just different. But it was interesting. Cool. But her friend obviously went straight to, oh my gosh, this means something about like deep. And <laughs> and honestly, are any of us all all straight or all gay or all anything? It's there's like we're all some degree of something, I feel like. I don't know. You're pretty damn straight. <laughs> I was gonna say I feel pretty straight, but I don't know. <laughs> Well, is that the quote for the week? Yeah. I'm pretty damn straight. <laughs> but I can understand what you're saying. I mean, I could saying. get into some pretty good details about this if you want me to. But... No, we don't. <laughs> like more lingerie in your life? There we go. <laughs> oh, oh, that was a question I had for Steve. What? Um, because this was a topic this last week between Jessica and I, like lingerie. And she's like, well, why don't you wear lingerie? And I was like, Men don't wear lingerie. Sure they do. What do they that wear? Was my Why response? not? Like, but do men call it lingerie or do they call it underwears? What do they call it? I've I've never given it a name. Yeah. 
I can pull up some Instagram accounts of dudes who wear legit lingerie. Matt's like face. women's lingerie <laughs> or I mean, it fits men's. them and their body. So it, it it it's basically. But technically would have been categorized as women's. Yeah. Like they take, were, yeah. take a, a, yeah. some women's lingerie and make it fit the body of a man. man. And yeah, it's, it's a thing. Hmm. But like but for Matt, what lingerie would I put Matt in? <laughs> Stand up, Matt. Turn around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was the question. I don't know. It depends on what y'all are into. And would I call it lingerie? I wouldn't because You'd... to me, the word lingerie means a very woman-specific Like type feminine, of... very yeah. feminine. And you don't identify as being, like, you wouldn't identify with the feminine lingerie. Like, identify? Like, like, what do you, you mean? wouldn't... It wouldn't boost your confidence. No. You wouldn't feel sexy in it. Me? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. That's what I'm saying. But I mean, I have bought you like different types of yeah, underwear. Like underwear with your face on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've also really? bought you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so that's like what I got holding... for Christmas like yeah. <laughs> three years ago. Wow. <laughs> Funny. Yeah. But like, what do you call that piece of article of clothing? And I said, oh, that's just my underwear. And so uh, when she said that, I said, okay, I can put on some underwear. I could picture you in like, like leather daddy get up. <laughs> that sounds fun. A harness. What? You, you look good in a harness, Matt. <laughs> All right. This has gone too far. Good job, Let's Steve. Digress. Now you made Matt uncomfortable. <laughs> we're, we're Usually going. we're just trying to make ne- Steve uncomfortable. Next time I come, I'll bring one over. In fact, I'll, I'll gift it to you, Matt. You can... Yeah, you want Jessica to wear more lingerie, wear more harnesses and leather attire. If you're in Boise, be on the lookout in the thrift store somewhere. There will be one of these. <laughs> Donated. There will be the underwear with Matt's face on them. <laughs> or, I mean, my face on them. <laughs> That'd be funny. Anyways. Oh, man. Sorry about that image. I... In your minds. <laughs> <laughs> All good things. Yes. Okay. Well, let's briefly dive into the next topic, which actually goes along with some of the things we've been talking about. And we were just going to share, we never aired the live episode, the live recording we did. And we were we talked about how we've been boldly us, times that we've embraced who we were and been boldly ourselves. And this also stemmed from, we got a comment, or some feedback from last week's episode of somebody saying they're updating us on their relationship status with their wife. They're in the middle of he came out and trying to figure out if they stay together or get divorced. <laughs> and he told me that he is feeling he wants to be more sparkly. Well, last you had met, heard from him, he said they were going to make it work. They're going to make it work. And he said he's... You should, you should just read his response. <laughs> I liked it. He said he's going to be too sparkly too sparkly for his wife. He wants to be more sparkly and she's not into that. And so, which he understands. <laughs> and Something I just about, love I'm, that. I'm only going to get more sparkly as time goes goes yeah. on. And that's not what she's into. Yes. Not what she's looking for. <laughs> and like the whole visual of that, of him just knowing what he wanted. So let me ask filled you. me with joy. Yeah, let me ask you this question, Jessica. Do you feel like over the past 10 years or so, you've seen Steve get more sparkly? <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
when Steve and I were married. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> yes. Yes. In all of the ways, Steve has gotten more sparkly. When Steve and I were married, he was nervous to wear even a V-neck shirt because he felt like that would out him. Yeah. Like that was too feminine to wear. And I'm like, you can wear it. He wanted to wear a V-neck shirt. Couldn't be stylish. But he couldn't. Gays were stylish, so Basically I couldn't be that. wearing male lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> and he told me like at one point he liked living in Boise better than where we were living at the time because he felt like he could be a little more metro. Yeah. And get away with and, it without and be considered feeling... metrosexual yes. instead of be considered gay. Is that yeah. still a thing? I don't know. Being Probably metrosexual that seems very. That seems 90s. very yeah. Nineties, early two thousands, two thousands, early two thousands. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, popping the collar with the uh, polos. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he'd wear like yeah. You had like a sports jacket. Is that what you would call it? A blazer. A blazer. Yeah. That you loved wearing, but you would not wear it outside of Boise. Do you remember when you convinced me to get you bought me skinny jeans? Yeah. I I was, he was I dying. loved them. And, but man, I, I took me forever to embrace, I can wear skinny jeans in public. Really? Yeah. And V-neck tees. I'm not kidding. Jessica said it. I did not own a V-neck tee or a fitted shirt. He wanted Fitted button down shirts from Express. Every time I walked past, I'm just like, I want to look like that mannequin. But no, I, I refused to do that until I came out. Then I bought like half the store. (laughs) <laughs> we did some serious retail therapy, both of us, after we got somebody, divorced. Somebody was asking me about this just today, because at some point, I don't know, it came up something about how I kind of had a glow up post coming out. At least in my own opinion, I feel like I have, I don't know, looking back on pictures of me back then, I just, I think I'm a much more attractive person now. But I think so much of that had to do with, you know, and he asked me what contributed to that. And I just said, I really feel like it's just being authentically me and not trying so hard to look apart to not trying not trying so hard to look straight mm-hmm. and to be something expressing you myself in a way that matches who i am and how i feel and i don't know i just i that's what i consider my glow up is i now the outside matches the inside and that's what we were just talking about like the people you are attracted to mm-hmm are people who are confidently themselves. Yeah. And that is highly attractive. Yeah. So going back to the question that I asked you, you've What'd seen you this transition of <laughs> yes, sparkly becoming Steve. sparkles. <laughs> oh, for sure. Okay. I mean, it is totally... Because another question I got, and this was, this was a while ago. Matt, have you seen my toes today? Yeah, they're sparkly. They are they sparkly. Are sparkly. <laughs> yeah. Not Matt Black, they're sparkly. <laughs> Another question that I got was, has Steve always had, because sometimes, Steve, when you were talking, you talk almost with, and I don't even know what to call it. Like, is it an accent? Is it a a different way of talking? I don't know what you're referring to. When I do. do I do it? Yeah. It's a different fluctuation that comes out in your voice. Like, has that always been there or has it like progressed? Okay. What? Yes. It's always been there. Yes. I know. I think I know what you're talking about in general. I don't know that I know specifically about me, but in general, I like I've had someone ask the question, like, why like I'm fine if someone is gay and they come out, but why do they have to be so flamboyant and why do they have to start yeah. like talking with a lisp and like yeah. be, why do they have to be so gay? And the answer is they've always been that way. They're just no longer trying not to be. Like, it's just, you know, like, I don't, I no longer feel the need to 
sound a certain way or censor like which not, I'm not afraid to sound gay or look gay or and that's interesting for me to like try and comprehend and think because you like you my never... voice my voice is who I like this is me I've always had this yeah. voice you've probably I've... never experienced a need to present yourself differently than you feel like presenting yourself right I don't know, I'm trying to think of an example where you yeah. would have I guess the only thing I can think of is like at church or at work or like in a professional setting you probably yeah. feel a need to be a little more <laughs> it, it's professional and so this week on Monday, I think there was one of one of our team members walking away from me and I, I had a question. I wasn't he wasn't walking away because he didn't want to talk to me. He was just in front of me. And he had an earphone in and all of a sudden like I had a fluctuation in my voice to what is called a quote unquote dad voice. <laughs> where I went, Hey, like to get his <laughs> attention and it immediately got his attention and it got the attention of Everybody, because everybody in thought the warehouse. he was in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> everybody like looked at me like, "Whoa, what did he do?" Like he just pulled out the dad voice, you know. And so there's that there is that inflection of hey, this to get somebody's attention, or when you're excited at a sports game, like my daughter's soccer game. Like I know there's a certain voice that comes out. Anyway, so when I I have two follow up questions, one for each of you, Matt. When are you refer like? Give me an example. I really can't put a my finger on like what you're specifically referring to with me like it is a, sometimes there like is a lisp that comes out but what i've noticed is it it comes out when you are around some of your gay friends mm, okay and that's what i was going to ask is when or and then when it's when when we are around family that goes away a little bit but then comes back immediately like when Perhaps maybe there is somebody in the room where you're like, I'm not really comfortable with being who I am around this person. Yeah. Anyways, so and I those know are, there's some degree of that yeah, with me. Those are the tendencies that I, the changes that I've seen with the way that you speak or the way that your voice comes out. Hmm. Wait, if you get a few drinks in me and get me around some gays, everyone becomes darling. <laughs> yeah, you do, do, darling. You do more of that type of stuff for sure. And that's kind of that just wasn't intentional and fun, but yeah. I don't know. <laughs> what were you gonna ask your, me your drunk persona uh, yes <laughs> okay. i was gonna ask you you said yes i like a very hard when matt asked has this always been there you like an emphatic yes from you so ex expound upon so that. i don't think your voice has changed i do think there's some of what matt's talking about that there are times when you get more you know frilly i don't know flamboyant <laughs> flamboyant it's but to me it doesn't like i never frilly. I frilly. never. I like frilly. When I get more frilly, <laughs> I don't. I feel like Steve would have liked that word. That's why I said it. <laughs> I did. <laughs> but like, I haven't. Like, I know there are people in my life who say that you do that. That you have. That you're. You have changed a little bit how you talk and stuff. And I, I don't. I don't see that. And I do see what you're talking about. Like, there are different situations where he's a little different. But I think that's kind of us in general. I think we all like you're saying. There's a dad voice. You have a voice when you get on the phone with people you work with, Matt, right. or when you get on the phone with Anne. It's a that's your work voice as well. Like it's just a different voice. Yeah. So I see a little bit of that, Steve. Mm. But also, I remember people asking us if you had an accent where your accent was from when we were married. Like a couple times that came up, people asking if you had an accent. I thought that was so weird. Where do they think my accent sounded like? That's what they said. They couldn't pinpoint it. I'm like, 
that's because he doesn't have one. You're like, no, he's just gay. No. <laughs> he's, just, he's just gay. He's just, he's just closeted gay. And gay. doesn't know it yet. <laughs> Eastern, Eastern Idaho. So don't tell him. Give him a few more years. <laughs> and then you can talk about the way he talks. Yes. <laughs> He'll be okay with it. <laughs> well, I will say, I know there are some circumstances and plenty of them that involve our dynamic where I find myself feeling a little bit of anxiety of like, I don't know how comfortable these people, whoever they may be, are with who I really am. And this is not like an actual conversation I'm having in my head. I just it's know just that this natural. is like the underlying, mm -hmm. like what's happening subconsciously. And I probably am a little bit less authentic and a little bit more of what I think that situation and the people in it are expecting me to be. I don't think I like that about myself, but yeah. that's probably a natural thing for a lot of us. And it is natural. I'm sure yeah, it's it is. A, a learned habit from years ago that I probably still need to work on unlearning, but I'm sure there's some degree of that. Okay. So share one thing, Steve, that you have embraced. I mean, we've talked about V-necks and stuff, but like something that you've embraced that brings you joy. It doesn't have to be big. Brings you joy? Or That's like boldly you. And if you're being boldly you, it's going to bring you joy. Okay. Deal. Deal. That's why I said it that way, Matt. Can you think of one thing? Do you remember what she said at the event? Nails. Yeah. Painting my nails. Um, I don't so I can't I use said. that one again. I don't remember what you said either. I was trying to remember. I don't remember what I said. I just don't remember that night. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. It was fun. I also, so for me, I mean, obviously clothes are a big part of me just and my hair being who I am and embracing that. I love, it's a creative side of me that I like to use to express myself. I'm a colorful, bright person, and my clothes reflect that most of the time. Some days I just wear normal clothes, and that's good too. But I also think that just like posting stuff on Instagram is a way that <laughs> I've been boldly myself of putting things out there that I don't really know how they're going to be received and what are thoughts and feelings that I've had for a long time and then pushing them out into the world and seeing what happens. It's been an interesting experience. Mm. So basically this, what we're doing right now. <laughs> Keep showing up at this round table. At this round table, wondering what the heck we're doing. <laughs> we keep doing it. So what else have I done? Why can't I think of anything? Anything that you've done to be bold? Well, there's yeah. lots of things that you have done <laughs> since the time we were married until <laughs> you now. Just, you just quit your job. <laughs> yeah. To pursue okay, something was that, that an you... example of like me being boldly me? Yes. Yeah, you wanted yeah. to pursue something that you've heart. been looking at doing for I, ever. All right. I guess I was thinking of gay things. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't need to they be can only be gay things. All right. Okay. I could tell you a whole lot of yeah. gay things, Steve, if you wanted I'm me to. I'm only thinking of straight things right now. <laughs> you only know half the gay things I've done. Yeah. <laughs> me? <laughs> half of them. Okay. I like your example, Matt. Being boldly yeah. me, I have made a major career change to pursue something that I'm very passionate about that I've always wanted to do and was always scared to do and had reasons not to. And I'm not letting them stop me anymore. So, yeah. Went for it. And I had the most amazing flight today. It was good. so good. I saw a plane flying over. Did it look amazing? Because if so, it was mine. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it, it looked Did amazing. Did it just look like, that guy is getting it. He knows it, what he's doing. Well, it took off. I saw it was a little Cessna, and it took off, and it went. So if 
you were heading west and it went direct north, like hard north. That had to be me. It had to be you. <laughs> I was like, oh man. They probably wasn't. I was only far oh, south. I was like, of they them. know exactly okay, where I they're took going. off between, I love days like this and I love the Boise airport because I share it with a military base. Yeah. So I took off behind a bunch of A-10s and a bunch of, I already forget what they are, but they're the huge oh, the, military firefighting. The C-130s. C-130s that carry a ton of water to go put out fires. And, and I'm literally, I'm in line on the taxiway <laughs> between A-10s and C-130s. I'm a little worried that I'm going to get like squished yeah. by one or the other. One of my pilot friends posted a meme. He was taxing it was a picture of a little Cessna taxing in front of a 747 and it says when you feel like Jaws is behind you, I'm gonna eat you. <laughs> and the difference between those aircrafts is massive night and day like I was yeah. in the way I was clearly holding up a lot of important things that needed to happen <laughs> so we kind of hurried through a bunch of steps and it was it was the fastest takeoff I've done as opposed to like being super thorough and like reading through all my checklists and practicing my radio call before it was just like we got to get out of the way like now and it was it, i loved it though i love that these a10s blast out in front of me and then like the minute i'm off the runway they're having me turn so i can get the heck out of the way and then see whatever numbers you said c-130 yeah hercules c-130 it was fun I've seen so the C130s are flying a ton right now. There's a ton of them here. It's and, kind of worrisome it, yeah, actually. And, and like I, it's not even fire I asked season the question, yet and they're they need like 12 of them here. Like clearly they're anticipating some major fires. That's crazy. That's all I can take from that. Yeah, it took off. They were taking off like crazy yesterday and I'm like, is there a ton of fires right now or I should get more pictures of my journey down the taxiway. Usually I'm the one taxiing. That'd be great for Instagram. I, yeah. <laughs> It's very cool going past a row of all those and getting yep. in line with them. But but today was holding procedures, which is if you're coming in for landing in instrument conditions, bad weather, where you're like blind flying, you're coming in to land and they can't accommodate you yet, you have to go into the specific. Basically, I say, pattern. hold, please hold. And so you have to go in this holding pattern and do this thing and then land when it's available. So I, I nailed that, mastered my my holding patterns. And then Sweet. I was like, hey, let's go do something fun. So we went down the canyon and flew over Swan Falls. There you go. That was super fun. Very See, cool. Steve's being bold right here. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Flying. <laughs> Matt, how are you being bold? How am I being bold? Yeah. That's a great question right now. I was trying to think of one not work-related. I did not think work of, I thought of a work-related one. What did you think of? I've thought of several. They're all work-related. So when you quit UPS oh. and went full-on into ShipZoom. Yeah, that was a long time ago. When you, I thought the question was, what have we done since the live night? No. Yeah, that's why I thought it was, too. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's something that's why I was since. thinking, like, okay, in the last six months, what have I done to be bold I me? I would love to hear that. You started wearing brighter shoes. Yeah, I have. And clothes, have actually. That, that was noticed? the one thing I thought of. I have noticed. And that was the one thing I was thinking. Yeah, I, I started standing That's... up for myself and wanting to wear what shoes I wanted to wear. Okay, what does that mean, standing up for yourself? I'm just no, I'm I actually... teasing Jessica right oh. now. <laughs> I actually do want to explore this. Is there something that has changed? That No, I've always liked shoes. Okay. And that's I, I remember specifically when I went into sixth grade in middle school, I was constantly checking out kids' shoes. And my parents can attest to this. Like, anytime we would go into a shoe store, I'd want a new pair of shoes. Like, I wanted the 
latest and greatest pair of and shoes. And you have instilled this in your daughter. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. So I now have, you get to deal with that. <laughs> and it can, it, you know, my parents constantly were telling me no, right? And there was a lot of occasions where they said, yeah. So, I, I mean, I always loved shoes and I always would check out shoes. I got over that of comparing shoes pretty quickly because I'm like, yeah, I could just completely watch shoes going by or I could not worry about it and enjoy your life. Enjoy my life. So what right? changed in the last six months or a year or whatever that you're now wearing shoes that more fit your I was just like, style? yeah, I'm just going to buy the shoes that I want. Hmm. Who bought them? Well, I bought these ones. <laughs> Wrong answer. That is not the answer Jessica was looking for. You but- bought a few of them. <laughs> Jeez. Answer the question, Jessica. Who yeah. bought them? Who bought them, Jess? Clearly you, tell me. you did. The expensive ones I have bought. Yeah. The ones that you've been like, oh, I really want these, but I can't buy them. These so how much of this is just a change of mindset and how much was? Financial. Fi- yeah, financial. Uh, Mostly a change of mindset. I think so. It's like, I don't, I mean, if Can- I see a pair of shoes that I like and that are like, yeah, I could use those. I get them. And not all of them have been expensive, and he has bought several pairs of them. But like the vans that you got, the checkered ones that are, have yeah. like color on them, yeah, that surprised me even that oh, really? you wanted those. Yes, and so just things like that. I was like, oh, look oh. at him go, well, which I am it. fully supportive yeah. of wearing what you want. So we gotta express ourselves. Yeah. We do, and and in the last few months, like. It's always when I wear a new pair of shoes at work, it's like I always get a comment of, you always have the coolest shoes. It's like, that's just something I've always liked. It's funny that I never wore the shoes I liked to the warehouse because they always get so dirty. Yeah. There's some shoes that I won't wear to the warehouse. I like specifically went out and bought warehouse shoes that I don't care about that can get dirty and be ruined and it won't bother me. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good call. Shoes um, that I was like would not wear in public. <laughs> Shoes yeah. that I was embarrassed to be seen in outside of the warehouse <laughs> because they didn't match my chose my like my preferred style. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's interesting Matt in listening to you talk about this there is something that you've that's been in you since you were young. Yeah. And just like all of these things, I think they've been things that have been innate in us since we were pretty young. Like Steve's wanted to be a pilot for as long as I've known him. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing that went back further than when you and I met. Yeah, I literally, I was in flight school when we met. Yeah. Yeah. You were applying. You started after we started okay. dating. Well, I had started the process specifically because I kept hearing these Your stories of people who wanted to be a pilot, but as soon as they got married, their wife wouldn't let them. Because now you're a married man and you can't be doing this dangerous thing that could kill you and take you from me. And I was like, well, I guess I better get my license before I get married then. But that's literally right when we met. So So it's interesting because I keep hearing about and I'm actually hoping to start diving into a little bit like the idea of this inner child work of connecting back to our inner child and embracing those things that they wanted and that they loved. And I'm like, that's me. Like I... A lot of things I do are exactly what I would have done when I was a kid. Not all of them, but there are things that come out. And Matt, coming back to that love of shoes and just embracing that part of you, like that's healing. Yeah. And, and I, that's the thing, too, is like we talked about this last time was camping and going backpacking. Like mm-hmm. I want to get back into that because I 
there's childhood memories that I have that are very clear of that's just, that was so fun. And there were so many memories that were made there. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say, Steve? I was going to say, I have, I have a very applicable story from yesterday. <laughs> you do? Yes. Um, you know, Penny's super into slime and fidgets and... Yeah, she makes slime dough, like yeah. four times a week. Maybe y'all didn't know, but she's... <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, the two of you knew. Point is, there's this, at that toy store that she loves, G. Willikers, there is floof, cloud oh. dough. Have you felt floof? Yes. I love that stuff. Penny doesn't. It's not her preferred class of slime and dough and and whatever you call all of that. But every time we go there, I'm like, Penny, what about the floof? Like when I got her a gift card there for Christmas, I like so tried to talk her into getting the floof because I want it. (laughs) (laughs) And I had a crappy couple of days this week, some heavy stuff. And I got home yesterday and Jalen said, hey, babe, I know you've had a rough couple of days. Enjoy this. And it's floof. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and I That's love it. Sweet. Like, I love that Jalen saw, like, if this wanted is what to he something. wants, why doesn't he get right, it? Right, exactly. And knew, like, hey, he needs to connect with something silly and meaningless and from his childhood or whatever. Like, I don't know, it ties into this, is my point. But, and I enjoyed the hell out of it. I played with floof all night last night. <laughs> <laughs> That's been on Penny's Literally, list. he was asleep and I'm still awake in bed playing with the floof. <laughs> That's a very much a kid thing to do. It's <laughs> um, pretty funny. That, falls asleep, I'm going to sneak out and play with my loop some more. <laughs> that's been on Penny's <laughs> list of gifts to get you. Really? <laughs> it's floof, yes. It's, Which I hadn't realized that's what it was, but she keeps telling me about this stuff at Jew Willikers that she needs to go buy you. And I'm like, I don't know what you're But also, about. isn't it weird that this thing we go through in our heads of, I could not justify spending $22 on floof. It's this right. dumb thing. It's a toy an adult. for kids. I'm an adult. Maybe if it was $4, but it's 22 Like, I'm just like, no. And anytime it's come up, like, Steve, Penny doesn't want it, but clearly you do. Buy it. And I'm like, no. I'm not going to spend $22 on that. No. So here's everybody's permission to spend the $22 on the thing that's going to bring you joy. <laughs> but make it floof. Get some floof. <laughs> Everybody, go get some floof. <laughs> also, we even like, I looked up recipes. I was like, we could make this because Penny's always making the stuff. I was like, we're not going to spend the $22. We're just going to make it at home. We tried like three different recipes. Unsuccessful. Dang it. Yeah. All right. Enough about the floof. That's a perfect example of just a little thing that connects you back to who you're meant to be, like who yeah. you were at heart. Yeah. So there you go. Go be boldly you, people. That's the message from today. Be a little sparkly, a little frilly. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good week, y'all. All right, you guys, thanks for listening. Here at Husband in Law and The Bold Logic, we believe that there are six values that can really make your relationship amazing and take it to the next level. Those values are love, appreciation, acceptance, kindness, respect, and understanding. Today, I wanted to give you guys a challenge for appreciation. We want you guys to go and let somebody know that they are appreciated today. That can be as simple as sending a text, writing a letter, making a phone call. Maybe you pick up something special for them at the grocery store, just something small to let them know that you're thinking about them and you appreciate what they're doing. We've encouraged you to do this before, and we are going to extend this challenge again. Go do it today. A little appreciation goes a long way.